Hey everyone, did you think it was gonna be different? Well, so did I. What I've learned is that I'm not your typical daughter, mom, ex-wife, business owner, or maybe I am, but I just don't know it because no one talks about it. We are all too busy with a bunch of different balls in the air to take time to process, well, just about anything. But that is all gonna change with this tribe. Ladies, I'm one of you. I've been there and done that. And we don't need to go through it alone. Will we be practical? Yep. Will we be goofy? Absolutely. Will we swear? You bet your sweet ass. By the way, little secret, this is not going to be the podcast you want to listen to in the van with your kids. So ladies, slip on your heels because we all feel more powerful in heels. Grab your wine because it's five o'clock somewhere. And let's dive into Not Your 1950s Housewife with me, Gina Seminary. Hey, everybody. I hope that you are having an awesome week. I am super excited to have a local celebrity here in the Rochester (laughs) area. (laughs) Rocco Bianchi is actually a yoga instructor, a licensed esthetician, and a fitness enthusiast who believes deeply in building community. Rocco teaches and does all of his aesthetic work at Breathe Yoga in Rochester. And he also runs Rochester Free Fitness with Molly, is it Flaherty? Yes, Flaherty, you got it. Yep, on Wednesday mornings at, get this, 6.10 a.m. at Cobbs Hill. Why did you choose 6.10 (laughs) a.m.? So Rochester Free Fitness is actually, um, it's a bigger part of of something that we, Molly and I, hope to do. So there's something called the November Project, just like the month um, that exists around the world, actually. And it exists in 49 cities across eight different nations. Um, and they all meet on Wednesday mornings around anywhere between 5 a.m. and like 6.30. And they all work out for free. So Molly and I are actually pledging to be a part of that group. Um, so right now there's 49 cities that, um, exist under November project. And then there's cities like Rochester who are pledging to become part of it. And, um, it's all about getting people out of bed in the morning and not necessarily focusing on fitness, but focusing on building connections with ourselves and other humans and enjoying the working out, um, part of it, um, as an extra part of just building friendships. So you do this every morning. Yeah, every Wednesday morning at 6.10. We've been going for over a year now. So I think we just hit our, um, like 13-month mark. And locally in the community, there's only one run at Cobb's Hill. So everybody descends there to do it? Yep. So every, uh, there's only one group in Rochester who's pledging for the November project. And um, we, like I said, we meet every Wednesday at 6.10. Um, there's, always, there's always more people out there like working out. And we always encourage them to show up to our group just because, like I said, we're not getting paid for this. We're just um, just encouraging community to be built. I love everything about that. I actually mm-hmm. track you on Instagram. So I knew there was something going on because I see your stories and I see people yes. running early in the morning and I'm a morning worker outer. Uh, my alarm goes off at 515. I'm usually working out and I'm done by 630. So I oh, love everything yes. about that. I love that, yeah. Gina. I'm, I'm the same. I'm the same way. Yeah, no, after work, forget it. (laughs) I have zero motivation as the day goes on. I'm a morning person. Mm -hmm. So tell me your journey of how you got not only into yoga, but also also aesthetics and and really focusing as an aesthetician. So I don't know any of your kind of backstory. 
Yeah, totally. So, so I mean, I guess like I mean, I'm I'm gay, so I like I love taking care of myself, and I'm not saying that people that are not gay don't, but I mean, I'm like I'm practically a woman, you know. What I mean, I love taking care of my hair, my my feet, my nails, and I like getting like men manicures, men pedicures, and I've oh, always wow. been into doing. I've always been into it, so you know, like as growing up as a child, I, I I'm I'm Italian, so I always had super oily skin and. You know, I always got the, I always got breakouts. And I wouldn't say I was any, I wasn't, I didn't have a bad skin necessarily, but definitely not where I wanted it. So um, when I walked into um, Breathe Yoga and I started taking classes there, they had this skincare line called the Arcana. And I just started to like get some samples from the Juice Bar Girls, start using it. And I didn't even really know what a professional facial was. But then they started offering them at Breathe again. And I, I got like three facials um, from Abby, which is the owner's daughter. And um, she gave me three facials. And then I, I fell in love with the line at Breathe. And I loved, um, I just loved the whole um, aspect of taking care of somebody else. So um, between teaching yoga and assisting my students and then learning about skincare and then transforming my skin, um, I just fell in love with the whole aspect of becoming an esthetician. I didn't even know what that word meant, um, to be honest. Most people don't. <laughs> and, right. Um, I couldn't even pronounce it. <laughs> I couldn't pronounce it either. I was saying it wrong up until school, honestly. <laughs> and um, it, it was just—it just felt like such a um, a passion of mine to just go in that career and be able to just add that to my like realm of things that I do. Um, and I just couldn't think of a better like job to like help people have better skin, to help people um, feel more relaxed, to relieve stress. And you know, there's other parts of an esthetician other than just skin. So I'm I can I can do makeup and I can do waxing, and those are just two things that I really just don't tend to focus on um, deeply. I if I'm doing makeup, it's I tend to like to do more scary FX makeup than the um you know bridal really super like pretty makeup you know like a princess. Right. Right. Um, yeah, but skin is really more of um, what I focus on out of all three of those. I love it. I knew none of that, which is awesome. So then, mm -hmm. and you did mention Arcana, which is one of the lines I'm actually transitioning into. Totally. Um, but let's focus on the skincare thing, right? If if we were to say, what are the top three mistakes that people make with skincare, men or women, go. What would you say? Okay, so I think my first one is just so one of the things that I recognize and not only myself, but anyone that's oily, we tend to or are acneic, we love to just keep on um, drying out the skin with um, a lot of like salicylic acids and a lot of glycolic acids. And what I see that is the more that we actually hydrate our skin, um, even with lactic acids or, you know, mandelic acids or, you know, more kojic acids that like the more hydration our skin actually gets, the water, not necessarily putting more oils back in the skin, but putting more water back into the skin actually really um, keeps our skin really hydrated. So I think uh, a lot of people think that they might be, you know, dry or they're, um, they don't, um, they're too oily. But I think the main misconception is that like we don't have enough water in our skin. Okay. And that's my first one. Number two, I would say um, that everyone thinks that they need to have cosmetic surgery to fix um, like fine lines and wrinkles. I think if more people knew about um, ancient um, massage techniques and bringing more oxygen to the skin, um, that people would have more firmer and plumpy skin. Um, and my third, my third tip, let me think. Um, 
Okay. Oh, my third tip. A lot of people tell me all the time that they don't need to um, exfoliate their skin. Um, and I think that everyone would benefit from exfoliating their skin because we always have this um, a few layers of dead skin over the, over the, over the face. So we want to actually bring dead skin up to the surface. And then we actually want to exfoliate twice a week so we can get rid of the dead skin. Even if it doesn't look like you have dead skin, if it doesn't look like you have any texture on the skin, you totally do. So we want to make sure that we're exfoliating the skin so we don't end up with fine lines and wrinkles. Okay, I have, I'm like taking notes on this and thinking of all these questions for all three of those. So the first yes. thing you were talking about was hydrating. I am that oily acne person. Mm -hmm. um, and as you specifically know, I've been transitioning into Arcana and I broke out like a 16 year old teenager for probably about six weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and I think now I'm actually starting to clear up because I am hydrating it more versus, as you said, those of us with this type of skin keep drying it out. Correct. Although I, and this is where my ignorance is going to come into play, right? I'm a financial advisor. I don't do anything of what you do, but mm -hmm. I have always wanted to make sure that I've had like natural, organic, happy crap that goes on my face. Mm -hmm. And when you were talking about hydrating, you mentioned the word blah, 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 acid and blah, 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 acid and a mm -hmm. few other acids, which to me is screaming chemicals. Is that true? Is that not true? What do I need no. to know? No. So, so yeah, I, I actually love that question. So like lactic acid is actually derived from milk. So oh. when you're talking about acids, you know, when you're talking about acids, um, they're actually like, they're good for our skin. Lactic acid is actually super hydrate, hydrating for the skin. So it's actually going to, that's what's going to prevent fine lines and wrinkles. Um, salicylic acid is really, really healthy for the skin because it's going to, it's a BHA, which is a beta hydroxy acid. And then there's AHAs, which are alpha hydroxy acids. Beta hydroxy acids exfoliate underneath the skin. So salicylic acid is very important for someone who is acneic or maybe who is um, too oily because then the salicylic acid has a chance to go underneath the skin and start exfoliating underneath the skin so it can start to clear the bacteria. So we actually would want to put salicylic acid on someone who, you know, might be extremely acneic or extremely oily, but we have to just be careful. That's why we're licensed because... We just want to make sure that what we're putting on the skin is not hurting someone. Someone can be very acneic, but very sensitive. Someone can also be very acneic, like me. I'm, I'm, I have acne and I'm Italian, so I have thick, resilient skin. You can pretty mm -hmm. much put whatever you want on my face and I will be fine. I might feel it and it might tingle a lot, but I probably would never leave someone's facial bed like red or you know like it looked like I, yeah i mean i just probably wouldn't leave the bed looking any sort of like way i would just look normal because my skin's very thick and so people just have to you just have to understand your skin type glycolic acid um uh well i really am sure i'm 100 percent correct on this but it's derived from almonds so a lot of these um a lot of these acids that we're using they're just derived from natural um ingredients in the earth that we're already using okay so then I don't have to be concerned about the chemicals per se, or at least not the acids. <laughs> no, not, not the acids that are in Arcana, because like I said, everything is natural and um, yeah, nothing, nothing bad is in these products. Okay. The second thing you said was um, actually timely on how a lot of people feel like they need cosmetic surgery to remove fine lines and wrinkles, mm -hmm. um, which I don't feel like is a big concern of mine personally, but I do know that I have a lot of friends who are getting older and mm -hmm. are trying to get rid of, you know, the crow's feet or the wrinkles in the forehead, which I'm sure have a name and I don't know what they are. 
um, or the like the the curve around the, the face and all these things. And I and I do have a few friends that are actually doing cosmetic surgery to remove that. Mm -hmm. um, you're saying there's a different way. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So hear me. Hear me out. You can't like totally transverse someone's um someone's skin. Like if they have deep fine lines or wrinkles, it just it really depends on where these um like how far these deep lines and wrinkles are into the skin. Because we have tons of layers. I mean, the first the first set of layers of the skin, there's about 15 layers, and it's just the epidermis, and then it gets into the dermal layer of the face, which is the the dermal layer holds all of our collagen and elastin production. So we really don't want any of the damage to start entering those layers of the face because then it's going to start like hurting the damage it's going to start hurting the collagen and elastin that's under there to protect our skin um so if someone's fine lines and wrinkles are in the beginning stages of the skin um that's why exfoliating the skin is very key because we're going to exfoliate the skin and we're going to get rid of those layers that have the fine lines and wrinkles in them and then we have in the treatment room that i use we use, we use something called saluma led light therapy and there actually is a light it's pink and it actually targets fine lines and wrinkles. The LED lights go deep within the skin and they actually like tell the nervous system to start producing more collagen and elastin to the face and it will send it up into the upper parts of the skin to make the upper parts of the skin feel, um, not feel, but they'll become tighter and more plump. Um, there are massage techniques as well. So I do a massage technique um, in my treatment room. It comes with a lift mask. But the treatment, the massage that, go, that happens before is about 10 to 15 minutes. And it is very, it's not aggressive. I actually think it feels so, so, so good. But it is, it's, it's meant to really lift the skin. So it, it, it might feel, um, it's like, it, I, got, I like to tell people it's a massage for the face. So when you get like a, deep, like a deep tissue massage for the face, um, it's really wonderful, actually. It lifts the skin. It really plumps up the skin. And then we put the lift mask on and the lift mask actually, um, it tightens over the face. So it solidifies kind of like, um, it doesn't go over the lips or the, the nostrils, but it solidifies as a mask and it actually, um, freezes on the skin. It doesn't, it cools the skin down, but it's not, it, I'm making it sound worse than it actually is. It's actually really beautiful. It feels great. And then it, when you take it off, your skin now has tons of collagen and elastin. And every night before I go to bed, when I'm doing my nightly regimen, I do massage my skin because when you massage, massaging the skin sends more oxygen to the face and oxygen is the most important thing for anyone's skin. Oxygen, oxygen is really going to um, take care of um, any of the bacteria deep within the skin that actually is causing acne. So it's going to help clear it out. It's going to help with fine lines and wrinkles. Um, it can help the skin be more plumpy and um, fresh. Um, so the oxygen is, um, is a huge part of, um, of what I focus on, bringing more oxygen to the skin at nighttime so it can heal. Um, and, it has, and, I, and then when you sleep, your skin has time to actually rest. So you're massaging your face with soap? No, I usually, so my skin, I usually grab like a little bit. I have a product called wine oil. Um, I, I just usually, I have a lot of serums that I use as well. So I usually put like my nightly serums in my hand and then it, my face is usually still absorbing the product. So I'll just use my my fingers to massage the skin or my palms to massage certain portions of my face. But when you, you did talk about crow's feet, um, when I do my eye cream, I really just focus on the outer corner of my eye where the crow's, the crow's feet start to happen. And I just massage um, in the opposite direction that your lines are going. So if you have vertical lines on your forehead, you want to be massaging up and down. If you have the 11s um, right in between the two eyebrows, you'll want to massage vertically so you can start to lessen the appearance of those fine lines. 
Um, so I just really focus on the areas of my face where I maybe am not too pleased with. And I just go in the opposite direction of the fine lines. Um, and I just maybe just focus maybe 20 seconds going pretty, uh, I go pretty aggressive, I'm not gonna lie, um, up and down pretty fast, <laughs> side to side pretty fast. I think it feels good um, to me. But you could go slower if you wanted to and just massage in the opposite direction of the lines. Um, but it really sends more oxygen and more air and um, it just tells the skin to produce more collagen there. Got it, okay. So that helps with the lines. And mm -hmm. then you mentioned exfoliating, which is something I used to do and now I've gotten back into, mm -hmm. but I'm like a chronic exfoliator forgetter. I just forget to do it. Yeah. Um, but I have been doing it twice a week now, thanks to your suggestion. Mm -hmm. um, but do you find that people don't do it as much as they should or they over exfoliate and they're doing it like every day? Yeah, I totally. So I have some clients who like maybe just um, don't understand necessarily um, or customers who just come in and buy the products and don't understand how to use them, that we'll start using like a gomage, which is um, a, the scrub that we use on my line um, to exfoliate the dead skin. And they'll use it every day. And I have to just tone, it, tone, tone them down and tell them to use it just on like Wednesdays and weekends. I have this little thing that I learned from, you know, one of my mentors. He told me always to exfoliate on Wednesdays and weekends, WW. So every Wednesday, yep. every Saturday. I know that I'm going to be doing my nighttime and then Thursday and Sunday I'll, um, I'll slough it off with the gomage. Um, mm -hmm. But I do find that it's, it's sometimes challenging to um, remember to exfoliate the skin. Um, so there are other ways that I can incorporate exfoliating to someone's regimen. Um, so I think I just have to, you just have to listen to your clients or listen to your customers and just find out, you know, who they are as human beings. Cause some people like to, have one step in their regimen. Some people like to have 30 steps in their regimen. And um, I think everyone can have a simple way to exfoliate their skin. Um, but people do, it's, it's probably the last, probably the last thing that people really have um, that take, they, they take control over. Right. Well, and I mean, as I hear all, all the things that you do, and I've got to tell you, I mean, I'm 40, I'm almost 40 and I've been through multiple different skincare lines. And I, maybe this is just my mistake, but I do feel like Arcana specifically, you can have a ton of steps, right? Like, I mean, I feel like the nightly routine and the morning routine could be not time draining, but a lot of different steps of things that you want to put on and let's sit and all of that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I know you can also tailor it to each person. So I'm very curious, how long is your nightly routine? <laughs> Um, my nutrition doesn't take that long, actually. So I double cleanse every yep. night. So every night I will start with my toner tea bar, which really helps with the oil in my skin. And then I'll use my raspberry bar, which has salicylic acid and helps kill the bacteria. Yep. That only takes about like two minutes, probably. And then I do that in the shower. And then when I get out of my shower, I, um, I put everything into one hand. So I use most nights I use, I always use my magic white ice, which is my hydrator. I one pump of that. I have um, PM blemish that I use. PM blemish lotion helps with uh, bacteria in my skin. Um, and then I have a few other products that I end with. And then I just put it all into my hand at one time. It all goes onto my skin. I finish off with a couple of sprays of something called cranberry mist, which just is um, natural vitamin C for the skin. So I can go to bed with a nice glow. I put my eye cream on and then I'm done. So I think my, honestly, my whole total time probably is less than three minutes, um, including the cleansing. It sounds like a lot, but once you get used to using everything, you can cocktail everything into one hand and then you're all set to go. Say what? So wait a minute. I always thought 
all of these things needed to be applied delicately individually. <laughs> You're throwing it all together mm-hmm. in kind of like a jungle juice on your hand totally. and throwing it on your face. Absolutely. I mean, the only time I, I just, I, I want my clients to be careful if someone has the whole entire line, which some of my clients do, I just want them to know, like, sometimes I don't want people including, you know, if they're already using a retinol, I don't want them to put more retinol in the skin. So I have them alternate products. But as far as like most of the line, most of the line is totally okay to just uh, put one pump of everything in one hand and like put it on the skin and you're all set. This like, that just re- this chat was worth everything right now. Cause I really, this, that's why I felt like it was taking a while. I'm putting one thing on and I'm letting it absorb in my skin and maybe I brush my teeth, put another yeah, thing on and then that, another thing on and no. it's taking time. Yeah. Don't do that anymore. Dina, just cocktail. I call it cocktailing. I mean, who doesn't like a cocktail? Right. Especially if I can do one first thing in the morning and right before bed. I mean, <laughs> correct. It's like a nice cocktail for your face. All right. Done. Okay. Then you, then you missed and then eye cream. Okay. Yep. Um, so then let me flip the coin, right? Those were some major mistakes that people make. I kind of have an idea what these might be, but what are a few things that are a must when it comes to skincare? That you sit down with someone and you're obviously assuming that they're doing, and then you're finding out more than not that people just aren't, either because of lack of time or knowledge. So, I mean, I think our, even the skincare line that I work with, Arcana, they set it up pretty perfectly. So everyone that everyone that wants to start skincare should... I know it can seem like a lot, but everyone should really have at least four steps in their regimen. It should be a cleanser morning and night that you'd use, a hydrator that you would use right after you cleanse to make sure the skin is hydrated and has water back in the skin, and then a dual exfoliation process. So we use, um, there's three types of exfoliation. We have enzymatic exfoliation, chemical, and physical exfoliation. There are some skin types who don't need physical exfoliation, but for the most part, if you have a normal skin type, you can you can have all three. And Arcana, the skincare line that I use, has um, a system, a dual um, system that offers you all three. So you'll use a product at nighttime that will actually um, start to chemically bring dead skin cells up to the surface. And in the morning, you'll use a scrub called a gomage that will physically and enzymatically exfoliate the skin. And I think a lot of lines have, you know, one or the other. And I really, I stick with Arcanus because they have all three. And I think all three are very important for the skin. Um, that's, those are the steps that I really truly believe that everyone should have. Because, I mean, we wash our body every day when we shower. Um, we use, a lot of people put lotion on their body after they get out of the shower. And um, a lot of people, honestly, like exfoliate their body in some type of way with a bath salt or a scrub or, you know, you see them all the time in the mall, like those coconut little body cream scrubs that have like little bath salts right. in them. So, I mean, we're already doing that for our skin on our body and our skin on our face is, uh, it is more delicate than our body. So our skin on our face needs different products. And I think if everyone could use a cleanser, a hydrator, and at least exfoliate their skin in some type of way. Um, I think that you're doing, you're, you're in a good place. And then for anyone that uses more, it's just, they're just, they're just curious and they want to be more educated on why they would use a serum or why they would use a mask or why they would use a, a spray or a spritz or, you know, why they would use an eye cream. Um, but I think if everyone could do those four steps, it would be amazing. So then where does the serum come in? So serums are actually like, so I have a lot of customers that want to buy serums before they do what I just said. And the, the, it just, the serums are not going to work as well because a serum is a really water-based product. 
And if you have dead skin sitting on top of the face, like that water substance is not going to go deeply penetrated to the skin. And we want to get those um, serums into the dermal layers of the face because that's where the collagen and elastin is. So um, the serum, like I said, they're really important if you're already doing those steps, um, cleansing, hydrating, and exfoliating. Mm. So how long should someone be doing those steps before they add a serum in? So you can add a serum in, like I said, like right away, as long as you're going to start to exfoliate the skin. Um, okay. So okay. Like so I, as long as you're doing those steps, you could throw in the serum. Correct. So I would never, so when I have a client come in and they don't want to buy the, they don't, I call it the basic five, your cleanser, your hydrator, your dual exfoliation process. And then there's also a protectant you could add in, but I don't really need to talk about that right now because the, the most important steps are the first four I just said. Um, and then if you were going to do those four steps, you could take a serum home immediately. I just feel really bad that I feel bad when I sell someone a $90 serum and they don't want to spend the money on their, their four steps because like that serum's not working as good as it could if they invested their money first in the first four things I said. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then let's talk about, um, sunscreen on the face. Yep. Um, I, for the longest time, had a, a hydrator that had sunscreen in it. Mm-hmm. Um, loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, but now, uh, with the line that I've transitioned to, I know, I think you guys use like mineral powder SPF or something, but yeah. are you finding that people are adding sunscreen to their face correctly and it's actually stained because one of my biggest fears and the reason I was with my prior line for so long was that I was afraid that it was going to be oily and it was going to make me break out and it actually didn't. Um, so I became a diehard there. So what are you finding when it comes to sunscreen and, and skincare? Totally. So sunscreen is super important. I think a lot of what's on the market right now, like if you walk into a drugstore or something, a lot of the, a lot of that sunscreen is filled with oils. Um, the special thing about Arcana is the reason we don't put SPF inside of our hydrators is because there's no reason that you need SPF on your skin at nighttime because what SPF does to our skin is it actually puts a physical barrier over the face. And we wouldn't want to put a physical barrier over the face at nighttime because then none of your serums that you applied on the face are going to go deeply into the skin because you just put a physical barrier over the face. So that's why Arcana chooses not to have SPF in their hydrators is for that reason. Um, I, I don't think it's a bad idea to have SPF in the hydrator is as long as you're educated and you know that you don't need to use that product at nighttime. Um, but that's the reason Arcana, Arcana does not do that. And Arcana has two, um, SPFs actually. So we do have something called the Ozone 20 and Ozone 40, which are bottled, um, cream, um, SPFs. So they're a little thicker, but they are come out as like, um, a lotion or a mask texture. And you just, um, you warm it up in the palms of your hands in the, or the inside of your hands. And then you actually just press it onto the skin as your last step in your regimen in the morning. And then you can finish off with the mineral brushes that you were talking about. And the mineral brushes are um, not makeup, but they're mineral SPFs. So the mineral SPF just puts a physical barrier over the skin. So I like to use my Reozone 20 in the morning. And I like to have my brush in my bag because... Um, it depends where I am. If I'm driving a lot that day, the left side of my face is definitely going to get more sun than the right side of my face. If I'm laying out at maybe the pool or something with friends or I'm on a boat or something, I just want that brush with me so I can quickly pull it out, 
tap it on my wrist a few times to make sure the powder is coming out. And then I just quickly swipe my face a few times. And then it, I like the brush because it gives my skin um, this nice glow and it takes any of the discoloration out of the face and it leaves you with this nice radiance. So I think um, your question to sunscreen is very important. Um, but I don't think you have to necessarily worry about, you know, any of the oil or any of the um, feeling of having something on the skin with Arcana because it's so light. Got it. Yeah, I didn't even know about the ozone things. I've just been using the mineral brush. Yeah, and the Riozones are nice because Riozone 20 is 20%. Riozone 40, I believe, is 40%. And they just, um, they're just nice to add in, um, especially if you are someone who is out in the sun a lot or um, sensitive to sun. Perfect. Anything else that you think people should know that I didn't ask when it comes to skincare? Um, I, I mean, my biggest thing is the sooner you can start using skincare, the better. So all you young kids out there that think that like, I don't need to use skincare until I see wrinkles or something like start using it now. Cause then someone's going to look at you when you're 50 or 60 or 70 or 80 or whatever. And they're going to wonder what you're doing. Cause you've been using skincare for so long. So use your skincare. Awesome. Well, this has been awesome, Rocco. I really appreciate it. Okay, Gina, thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome too. I've, I've enjoyed my time. Awesome. Perfect. And then for anybody who wants to follow Rocco, you can actually find him both on Facebook and Instagram, or if you're local, go to the Wednesday runs at 610 at Cobbs Hill. <laughs> yes, please. Thanks again, Rocco. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Gina. Thank you. you Have too. a good one. Bye. Hey Tribe, thanks for tuning in today. I hoped you loved these few minutes you got to separate from your tactical life to do something for yourself. Of course, we're on iTunes, but Instagram is our place of choice. Follow us there, listen to past episodes, or DM me at Gina Seminary. Make sure you kick some ass today. Love you.